Warning, the following program is intended for a mature audience. Trust us, there will be swears. Lots and lots of swears. Don't blame us, though. Blame the dolphins. They do this every year. Enjoy the show. Can you just say, say one thing for me? Can you say dolphins suck? No. Why? No. Well, they do. No. No. Say boo, dolphins. No. No, we love the dolphins, don't we? No. I know. Hi, Daddy. Hi, buddy. Hi, Daddy. Hi. I want to see you You're a mama's lap? Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly. Welcome into That's So Dolphins Talk. Got myself, Johnny Bake Show, and the co pilot, Trigger Trey Proctor. And the video says it. Trey's putting a lip wetter full to the brim. An absolute ass whipping. We, um, the stash is gone. Trey was the stash is gone. I'm three. I'm about to be so many beer. I got to fill this back up, dude. The stash is gone. I sat in the pocket in M&T Bank Stadium after we had a game just opening drive hammer fist and I am singing the song Miami Dolphins me and my wife Miami Dolphins Miami Dolphins the whole we're singing the song my voice is cracking because I can't reach the high notes oh we're getting booed it's fine. It's fine. They drive down. We give up a third and 18 on some garbage that they should have been in because some of those penalties were ridiculous. But anyway, we give up a third and whatever. Um, next thing you know, we're up 10-7. And the wheels fell off. We're throwing yeah. picks. We can't tackle. John, at one point during the game, I had an old white male white. lean down. From his row below me and said, do you have a song for that? Uh (laughs) You just left. No, I sat in there until the final fucking tick. I was not leaving that motherfucker. I would not, I was not going to be the guy said, see you later. They were not going to, they were not going to give me a see you later chant. You want to talk shit? You talk shit to the final ones and I'll sit my ass right here. Yep. I had because uh, I worked with a bunch of Ravens fans and they all poked their heads in the one, the biggest Ravens fan. He has not shown his face yet. Uh, I'm waiting for it, but uh, there was a rift uh, over at the uh, brother-in-law's house had a, the nephew was fighting for the fins in a Lamar Jersey and chase almost had to kick him out of the house. Wow. Yeah. I've sprinkled the dust on him. Wow, that's does. big news. Yeah, that's that big, is big news. shame on that. Shame on you because that poor kid has got a year's <laughs> worth of just absolute angst and <laughs> just absolute depression, absolute fuckery. Indian burial ground. Show up to Miami and burn stage at the stadium if you live near the goddamn stadium. Well, what's even more of a travesty is the fact that the Marlins literally stole the stadium from the Finns. 
that we should not be playing where the stadium is. We should be playing where the Marlins stadium is. Well, they suck too. So maybe theirs is born on a theirs is on a damn Indian burial ground. There's a bunch of Indians buried <laughs> everywhere in Florida, apparently. Let me just tell you something, John. I was I was disheveled. Oh, so I was, was I disheveled. Oh, dude. And I had to spend a night in that shithole city on New Year's Eve. I'm getting getting just gawked at every place I walk into. Yep. Because all you brought was dolphin stuff. All I got. Everything. Dolphin stuff. You didn't bring one shred of clothing that wasn't dolphins. My jeans. That's it. <laughs> I had dolphin socks on, dolphin shoes. Wow. Zuba's hat. So many compliments on the hat, though. And I did not see anyone else have it. So that's a plus for your boy. That is a plus. Mm. It was so bad, dude. I I don't even know oh. where to begin. The other Before than- we get into the game, let me just yes. get into the, the, the M&T Bank situation and the Ravens franchise as a whole problem that I have. Okay, because you hated when we were there last year for that game. You hate you commented on that stadium the entire time we were there. I was absolutely beyond irritated with a couple things. Okay, let me start with number one. Number one, first and foremost, is the price of food and beverages at any football game ever is ridiculous. That's not just on them. I just want to make that an outside outside comment. Let me tell you what irritates me about the Ravens franchise. Okay, I love Lamar. I've I love Zay Flowers. I like a lot of their players. Yeah. I root for the Ravens if they're playing most teams. I I actually genuinely don't dislike the Ravens. You know what I don't like? You know what I hate? I should say I hate people who are not original. You know who's not original? The Baltimore Ravens, who are the Baltimore Colts. So of course they're not original. Let me explain to you. Let me explain to you what this this game day atmosphere looks like. They score a touchdown. They trot out some just absolute slob to stand up on the Jumbotron and do the Raven chant, spell it out like it's YMCA. R-E-B-E-N-S, Ravens. Ravens. Okay. Okay. Sure. Whatever. I can't spell. doesn't matter. (laughs) I think he might have spelled it wrong a couple times. If he doesn't like how loud it is, he takes his shirt off because Uh that's what we all were waiting for. So they have a fireman Ed knockoff up here doing this chant. The chant is the exact same chant as the Eagles. Enough words yet. Let me tell you something. The chant unoriginal. Okay, it's the Eagles chant. Devin even said, "Isn't that the Eagles chant?" So then, of course, her you know after she I mean, gets you know, she gets rowdy, so she starts doing the Eagles chant every time they do the Ravens chant, even though we're down thirty. Love it. Oh Appreciate my the word. Effort. Yeah, that, she was doing the Eagles chant. Wow. So then they got Fat Fireman Ed. They had they stole the Eagles chant. So then they score a touchdown. Next thing you know, Zombie Nation starts playing. I thought we were in Penn State. I was waiting for Sam Ficken to come out and kick the extra point. I understand that Jordan Stout's their punter from Penn State, but why do I have to hear Zombie Nation every time they score a touchdown? Unoriginal. They've been doing that for years, though. But it's unoriginal. Well, it's unoriginal for Penn State, too. I don't know if that's true. Can we can we surface that? I, I don't know. I just think that anything Penn State does is original anymore. If all if, I'm saying if James is, a part of it. It's unoriginal. You can't be a franchise and literally steal uh, everything from everyone. Uh, My poor kid's got a long life of angst and depression too. Let's tell you that much. Might as well start him on Lexapro early because he's gonna be sad. So let me just tell you something here. 
he couldn't say he couldn't even say the dolphin suck. So you know that he's, he's so he's in, love in it with for them, life. Dude. He's so in he love. wears a dolphin shirt every single day, and I don't have the heart to tell him that, <laughs> dude. You got no hope. <laughs> you got no hope. Maybe we have all the pain, and the next generation will get all the gain. Well, I had kind of thought that too, but I told a couple of the Dolphins fan kids in the stadium, I said, pack it up, boys, because <laughs> you ain't cheering for shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, I mean, that's this, the, the Ravens, it's just so unoriginal, man. I just, I don't know. It, I was just over the whole atmosphere. The, they, the bathroom lines, I've never waited in a man's bathroom line as long as I did, um, which didn't make any sense. I don't really quite get why a man's take, there's like, not enough urinals for the stadium. Um, like the security there just allows anyone to stand anywhere and take any picture. It's in the middle of the game. I got like freaking red haired, you know, city trash over here doing a dance while I'm trying to watch the game. Thankfully, I learned my, I, I one thing I learned is that you, you make relationships with the people behind you. Okay. You always make relationships with the people that sit behind you at elevation because mm-hmm. if not, and you get angry, they get angry, they'll punch you right in the mouth, and they have the high ground, and you can't have it. Yeah. So I made real good mouth. friends with the gentleman behind me, and he wasn't having it either. He told old girls, sit down. <laughs> I literally felt like this man was going to have a heart attack on the Jumbotron as he was doing this chant. I could not believe it when they trotted him out there. I I don't know, man. Here's the other thing. I, you know, it's not the loss. I think I've said this a million times. It's yeah. not the loss. It's the way we lose. It's the effort that we portrayed. And it's the injuries that we're coming out of with it. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I can't even have hope against Buffalo or into the – playoffs because we have no pass rush i understand andrew van ginkle has had some good games here and there he was non-existent as was our entire defensive line don't get me wrong but i i mean i i don't know what to expect from a rotation of van ginkle ingram and ogba as our as our rush ends and cameron good that's literally what they must be sticking with they must i don't i don't even yeah yeah the Brelly Chubb tours ACL. It's not looking good. There, I don't know. I don't know why we're not trying to bring JPP back. I don't understand why we're not looking to try to go get Frank Clark. I know Frank Clark it was on two teams already this year. Then was cut. I, I don't understand why why we're not like I know that they worked out some uh free agents yesterday, but they were like to futures contracts kind of deal, like. And and you're right. We've said this a hundred times on here. I've been penciled this in. I've been saying on this show for weeks. I've said from the beginning of the year that the Bills game was going to be for the division and that the Bills game was going to be a loss or the Ravens game was going to be a loss. And I was planning on them losing, but I wasn't planning on them getting boat raced out of there. And it's not. I mean, embarrassed. Literally out physically embarrassed, and it was bad. And I, when Tyreek dropped that ball, I stood up and yelled, "Stop streaming Fortnite and hit the jugs machine!" Uh, well, the, <laughs> so one of my 
one of my coworkers who I think he was at the game, he said the sun had to be right in his eyes because that's the end zone where the sun's in the eyes and probably lost in the sun. And that's what changed the whole game, honestly, because I felt like you could even tell on hard knocks. They all came back. It's like, should have had that one. And it didn't. It, I felt like that changed. And then I really feel like what changed the entire game was whenever Xavier Howard came out. Because you had to put well, Eli yeah, Apple Xavier Howard coming out. Eli Apple got exposed. Dude, I'm so, I don't understand. If camps like. Is Cam Smith so inept at playing the position that we are going to trot out this washed-up apple? He's a rotten apple, pun fully intended. He is a, like, dude should not be on this roster bad. I mean, he was literally on a Super Bowl team two years ago. Like, he's not been bad. It's just he's not good in okay, man coverage. John. He's okay, John. Okay, so at- there's a lot of people on a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Doesn't but mean also- they're good players. Listen, I'm telling you, he's at least serviceable if he's in a zone scheme. And they didn't run zone at all. They ran man. And I don't understand the thought. The only thing that made me that the only reason I think that they ran man was because they wanted to put an extra person in the box and that alleviated the pressure in the past. So like yeah, we but didn't why not rust- why not go zone and spy Lamar? Not- I don't know. I don't I, I that I don't have the answer for, but I don't like that they played man when this is when we've transitioned out of the man scheme that we've constantly gotten, you know, bludgeoned on over the last couple of years. And then we decide to run man and it's like, why are we like running all man now? And it's really, I don't understand the game plan. I don't understand what Fangs thought. Um, it happens. Like, honestly, like there, there was a couple of things that could have really changed the complexity of that game. One Tyreek doesn't drop that touchdown pass and they score seven there. They'd be up 14, uh, 14, nothing instead of 10 to nothing. And if Javon Holland doesn't try to go for the pick on that fourth and seven, if he just plays Isaiah likely, it just defends him. It's a turnover and the dolphins would be going right back down the field. Probably in a 14 to 20 game. And Javon said, Javon said in his interview, they had so much hype coming out of halftime and that kickoff ripped it out of them. How? How? You're an NFL, you're an NFL team who literally last year in the same stadium was down 21 in the third quarter and came back and won the game. You mean to tell me that you're down 16 and that you go down 24 with, 30 minutes left to play, basically, and the life sucked out of you? That is worrisome to beyond worrisome. Well, that part wasn't worrisome. It's the fact that teams just if you want if you want to beat the Dolphins, sit in a cover two. Just sit, just slouch back in a cover two, and they got nothing to answer it. McDaniel refuses to run the fucking football. Run the damn ball. You're averaging seven yards a carry. Run the ball. Yeah. Dude, HN's so fast in person, by the way. When he I know that we have weapons and we actually have a quarterback and we have like a legitimate one wide receiver. But run the football. Fucking run it. I want to see somebody run the football for once. Fucking run it 40 times. I don't care. He's he is so fast, John. In person, it is unbelievable how fast he is. I got fired up there for a second. I'm just really pissed. I I love it. Fucking run the football. Fucking run the football. We have 
even when Mostert, a Mostert apparently is, there's so much happening with this franchise right now that I like, I don't even know if one show will cover it. The amount of, of shit that has happened. Mostert somehow has the most serious injury of all time. Dude was going to go back into the game last week. Or two weeks ago. So I don't know about that because they said on, because he said on Hard Knocks last night on Thursday that he ran in the pool and he felt great in the pool. He said, I'm straight, but he said, he just like, it's tight. So I don't know if it's still tight or not. I don't know, but he didn't practice again today. Tyreek in a walking boot, which apparently I guess is normal now in the NFL. People are just strolling around in walking boots, but still doesn't feel good. Waddle's banged up, and I don't need to go over the list of the a million starters we have been out since opening. Like, the team is cursed. The The laughable injury report that just came out <laughs> where the Dolphins looks like a receipt from CVS and a receipt from Walmart and the Bills looks like a sticky note, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's on the training staff, and it's every year we are the most injured team in the league, and I don't understand it. I don't get it either. It's bad. It's really bad. We it's like we literally sacrificed the fact to get to a seven. He played the entire season. You know, we're knocking on wood. He's going to stay healthy. Knock on wood. Yeah, healthy. that he doesn't fucking slip on imaginary ice in the middle of Florida. And he's played all seventeen games, and that's the only person that we were worried about getting injured this year. And everybody else has gotten injured. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, I understand. I'm not expecting like players to not be banged up or hurt. I'm I'm not expecting that. I'm not expecting, you know, 13 of 26 starters to be out or injured in some capacity. And they said, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know what the deal is with Waddle. They said that Waddle, one one tweet that I saw today said one per, uh, that Waddle did a walkthrough and then he stretched with the team and then he went back indoors to do a workout. And they uh McDaniel said, we'll see how he responds to that and whether or not he'll return to practice. So we'll know tomorrow whether or not Waddle is playing. I did see a tweet from, I think it was Adam Beasley or um, Alan Pupar that said um, one of the media members yelled, Waddle's playing this week. And somebody else from the media team yelled back, no, he's not. Like, I don't know what that deal is. I don't know if Waddle's playing or not. Dude played with a broken ankle in a national championship game, so I don't know if he's going to play. Tyreek apparently, like, apparently precautionary walking boot is what the norm is because Omar tweeted out, too, that somebody, uh, a prominent starter is in a walking boot for the last two months, every single day. So I don't know. (laughs) Dude, I... I don't know what to do. I I don't I don't know. It's frustrating that how pissed I got. Allison had to give me straight ten minutes just to sit in the living room because I, I just imagine that. Imagine my ride back to the hotel. Definitely. Oh my gosh, you you're probably stuck in that horrible ass traffic. Don't even. Oh, on top of all this bullshit, how about they have lots in Baltimore that you can park at but not tailgate. <laughs> Why are you allowing parking and not fucking tailgating? Dude, I don't... I went How off. did you not I'm tailgate like, in a... What's it I like said, a... What do you mean I can't tailgate? What is this? What, am I paying a meter? Is our meter maid going to come around? So you know what I did? I went to Gorilla. I'm tailgating. I'm <laughs> got mac and cheese on there. I'm cooking. I got a drink mix. Got my truck doors open. I'm jamming out. It's a little baby. Guy comes up and says, can't cook here. I said, oh, why? He goes, well, this is private parking. I said, okay. 
Is there any part of the parking lot that isn't private? He's like, there's a patch of grass. If you back your truck up, it would technically be on the uh, in the city limits. You could tailgate. I'm not even kidding. I Betty Crockered my grill across the parking lot, <laughs> planted that bitch right in the grass, and just started burger flipping. I did, dude, absolutely in shambles at this game. It, Everything that went it, wrong, it, like literally went wrong. Murphy's Law. We Anything that could race. go wrong went wrong. It got boat raced, and, and and it's to be expected. I, I I expected a loss. I didn't expect them to get absolutely annihilated. Uh, watching Hard Knocks, I mean, I was kind of glad that how kind of upbeat everybody was. Um, didn't seem like like it's everyone was like, all right, basically like we're we're not in this. Time to move on. Um, but I this offense, uh, the the coaching. So I'm really confused by like what McDaniel said, and I really need, I really, really, really want to emphasize this point because this really pisses me off. When we had that turnover on the Chris Brooks, Mike White handoff. Okay, number one, I understand that there's some type of competitive advantage to getting downhill and the angle that you're coming out of the backfield, I understand that there's some type of competitive advantage to doing the toss. Fucking hand it off. Just stop. Just hand it off. And because of that fumble, they said, McDaniel said Sunday that, you know, it was the team that they said they were going to go back out and they were going to continue to play the game and keep, you know, morale high and all that. Then on Monday, he said, well, I was in the process of talking to the starters to get them out of the game, but then the one-play turnover happened, and we had some miscommunication. It is a 30-point game. 30 points! You have no chance of winning with three minutes left. Why Why is any single starter out there? You're not coming back. This isn't the NBA. You're not going to score 30 in five minutes. Like, no. Why? Why? Now, now there, there's a level we understand that there's only 53 men on the roster and we can't have a back, a legit back. That I, I understand that. But Bradley Chubb, get him out. Javon Holland, get him out. Jalen Randy, get him out. David Long, out. Christian Morgan, Sealer. You know, you know the names you need to get out of there. Okay. I don't care Let's if Duke play Riley stupid. plays 97 snaps. I don't either because he couldn't cover a running back if if that running back was fucking playing right guard instead of running back. This dude, I've never seen people run so open in my life. And you knew, because they're easy to... This was, I, 20, I, I, this was 2022 Duke Riley. When I said, anytime oh. you see somebody on the field against Duke Riley, it's an automatic first down or six, and that's what it was this weekend. He had played so good for those two games, two to three games without Baker. McDaniel's coaching decision. You're right. McDaniel's coaching decisions were awful. Um, our defensive coaching was atrocious. Special teams, a problem. All three phases, we were fucking trash. And it showed when you lose by 60, which I said last week, we're either going to lose by 40 or you said we might win by four. Guess yeah. what? We lost. Okay. By, yeah. There's that. Okay. There's that, John. And then, yeah. and then here's, the, here's my, final, my final thing on this game. And then we can go talk about Buffalo and, and what our playoff scenarios look like. So I want to get into some of that because this game's over. My final thing is, and it pains me to say this, um, and I'm going to steal a 
steal a tweet from, I think it was Elite Tua or someone on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Tua is a 8 to 12, 15 ranked quarterback, in my opinion. And I agree with his sentiment. There will be some weeks where he is top five, and there will be some weeks where he is bottom, you know, bottom 10. Okay. The inability for him, I consider the Cowboys a big game. I thought he played well. I thought that was a good football game. But the inability for him, can you tell me the last big, the good game he's played on the road? I'd say, oh my. I mean, the Commanders was a good game. That's not a quality opponent. Um, Right. I'd say he, I think he played good in that Chiefs game. I think that, you know, that, that kind of the, what happened in the worst part of the Chiefs game was that Tyreek fumbled the football. That's not, that's not Tua's fault. And the snap was out of his control. That's not his fault. Um, I thought he played good in the Chargers game too. Chargers and, is and, basically. And he played, and he played pretty good in, in New England. And he played pretty good. I mean, he's played pretty good against non-quality opponents. Yeah, sure. Guess what? Guess who he's going to face in the playoffs? Quality opponents. Quality opponents. Okay. So, again, to your point, you're right. He's leading the league. In, how do you argue with the stats? You really can't. You, can't you know who else had good stats? Jake DeLome. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. The list could go on with these stat stuffers, okay? And I'm not – again – I want to preface that I think we need to resign Tua. I think we can win a Super Bowl with Tua. But we as a fan base need to stop expecting him to be Drew Brees. He's not. No. We need to stop expecting him to, in crunch time, on a regular basis, consistently feel comfortable with us being able to drive down the field and score a game-winning touchdown. He will do it in spurts. I'm not saying he's never done it or won't ever do it again because he probably – he absolutely will. Mm-hmm. I, I know he will. But us as a fan base, we can't depend on that. So we have got to figure out a way – not even as a fan base, us as a football team. We can't depend on that. We have got to find a way to continue to complement him. That's what he needs. He needs yeah. complementary football all around him. He is not going to make consistent plays to win a football game. And that is okay. We don't, yeah. I'm not saying that we need a, we don't need a Lamar. We don't need a Patrick Mahomes. We don't need an insert, whatever. And everyone can argue that Mahomes hasn't had a good season. I guarantee we get in these playoffs. Mahomes magic is going to come out of nowhere. Yeah. There are dudes who are fucking killers that know how to win a football game that it just feels like, and I want to argue, he came in in Alabama and threw a, blah, blah. who was playing corner for that team that he threw against? I don't even know. I have no fucking idea. He's probably not doing anything but selling insurance right now. I don't want to hear it. Talk to me when it is a consistent basis that Tua Tagovailoa can lead this football team to victories by himself, single-handedly leading teams down the field. I understand he can't catch the ball and he can't block and he can't run. But when you're making decisions to consistently hurt this football team, you're throwing interceptions, overthrows to receivers in the flat, a throw so bad that you almost got Tyreek hurt. Like, I... I just don't understand some of, and he's known for his accuracy. So what is going on with him and some of these big time, like, Hey, we need it crunch time situations. Everyone want to go back to hard knocks. What do you mean? He commanded that huddle and he said, we're going to do this. He called a shot. He sure did. He called a shot for a fucking screen pass. That's Tyreek. 
Great. I love it. I'm glad he called a shot. I love to see that alpha male mentality. But what I don't like to see is him not have the ability to just grab this team by the nuts and say, let's go down here, score points, get a touchdown, and get let me get this team back in the game. I know my defense is playing like dog shit. I know Duke Riley couldn't cover anyone, even if he had a fucking blanket. I know that. I know that Eli Apple should still be on the Cincinnati Bengals at this point, not on this football team. I get all of it, okay? I do. But we as a fan base and us as an organization need to stop expecting greatness every time Tua steps on the football field because we're not going to get it. And if we start to accept that, maybe the criticism becomes a little bit less. Um, that's all. I'll hang up and listen. (laughs) I don't think that that is, I don't think you're necessarily wrong. I wish we would see more of a, I know that he's not an overly, you know, angry dude. He's a very positive person. I understand that. Uh, yeah, like I, I get all that. Sometimes maybe tough love is, might be the love that, that this team does not have. They don't have a little bit of that. Well, you know what? Not the fuck up. Like it's time to go. Like it's it can't always be rah rah happiness. And I and we've kind of always kind of said that with this team. It doesn't ever feel like we've got. I know that there's really good leaders on this team and and all of that. I'm not I'm not trying to like discredit anybody. I'm not saying anything like that. It just feels like they they're close. They're they're close. They're like I think they're close, but they're not they're not nearly at a championship level team. And I think that is the real reality that a lot of fans need to have is that. Yes, we saw a 70-point game this year. We saw like them set statistical records and had this very innovative offense, and it looked great. But guess what it doesn't do? It doesn't travel well on the road. You get fully exposed on the road. And it's been shown time and time again. If you're going to win in the playoffs, you got to be able to go on the road. you got to be able to play a big elite defenses. And it's not built for that yet. And I don't know if it's the offensive line issues, but it clearly, number one, sounds like a snap snapping issue. They cannot figure out the fucking snap count. How are we in week 17 and we still can't figure out the fucking snap count on the road? How do we not have it out? Did you see that tweet from Armstead today? Uh, I, someone was trying to troll him and he said um, on that play by OA, I was flipping out. I thought it was offsides. That's I thought it was that's too. That's how slow he got off the ball and it wasn't. It was, a, it, it was that Armstead didn't know the snap count. Yeah. I, I, just, I can't, dude. That can't I, happen. It's such minor detail. It's the little things that the But here's the thing. Make. I also saw this motherfucker dancing to the Ravens touchdown music. So, they don't care, John. We, we spend time on this podcast caring more than they do. You saw that Javon interview. He's true. like, Javon's like, uh, yeah, we're the, might be the 2C. We might be... Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's true. I think you're just got your emotions in it right now, too. Dude, they're you making got, at millions. Some point, at, at some point, you got to move on, though. You just can't live it. You just can't live with it. Like, did they got their ass beats? Tied? Okay, we lost. So, they're not. The season ain't over. It feels oh, the like season's it for us fucking as a fan. over. The it's, season's over. It is not. We got. Two, we're guaranteed two more games. The se- we're guaranteed a playoff yeah, game. More. Yeah, John. You know, what I'm sorry. I'm so excited for. I'm so excited. Yeah, guaranteed playoff game. Hopefully, fucking Tua stays healthy next week. Hope to God. I'm praying to the God that we actually get to see Tua start a playoff game. Because maybe he is this—he's playoff Tua. Maybe we'll get playoff Tua like we got playoff Jimmy. 
Maybe that's what will happen. Maybe Jimmy Buckets will get into his ear, say, hey, baby, we need a little assassin's mentality right now. I know you fucking love Aloha and you love the, you know, the ukulele and being high and happy and all the time. I love that too. Happy dude all the time. This is playoff football. This is literally you've worked your entire life to play in the NFL playoffs. There's nothing more important than what's about to happen these next two weeks. And the only way that you can make yourself more comfortable is by winning a game at home against the Buffalo Bills who have lost to some of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Find a way to win the fucking football game. I don't care what it takes. I don't care if you have to drive a bus over Josh Allen on the way into the stadium. He does not need to die. Just maybe get injured. That's fine. No, I don't no, care no, 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 no. We're not. We're not doing that. Not permanently injured, but a turf no, toe. No, 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 no. A turf no. toe. We're not. We're not throwing that. We're not throwing that juju out there. No, no, no. No permanently no, no. injured. It's a turf toe. His no. neck sore. Player safety. <laughs> Buddy, I'm. I just. I don't. I don't. It, maybe if we saw a, a pass rush against Josh Allen. Trey, we went in, we went into Buffalo last year with Skyler fucking Thompson, and we nearly beat them in a playoff game. They've done it with worse. I I, I just I'm, I I know you're Trey's fully out. I'm I'm trying to stay Mister Optimistic here. The, I love this team. I put so much emotion into this team. I have. I have gotten so excited for all of these games. It finally felt like we had a relevant team. Like you, I think we do though. You just That's, we're not we're close. We're not like like listen. This is I think this is what needs to be really be said. This is year two of a head coach who's never been a head coach before. It's only year two, and we have two straight playoff appearances. Should we win one this year? Absolutely. If we don't win one, see maybe should be getting warm depending on how we lose. Like if we go, if we would lose, like if we win this game and we lose a home playoff game, seat should be a little warm. If we, if we lose and we got to go to Arrowhead and we get blown at an Arrowhead, seat should be a little warm for McDaniel. I don't think that the answer is a fire and that's just absurd, but we, the real conversation needs to happen if that happens. That's the case. I just but, don't get why this offense shrinks on the road, man. I can't figure it out. It's because it's what I've said before. It's too cute. It's too predictable. And it's too, it's just, too, he's too smart for his own damn good. We just need to simplify and relax. And the other point that I want to say too, is that this is year one of Vic Fangio's defense. And it really turned it around once Ramsey got going in there. We knew he already said in training camp he does not have the pieces he wants to have to run this defense. So I don't give a shit. You ain't getting them. We have no fucking money, Vic. Figure it out. Well, I think that it's going to be, I think it's a middle linebacker. I think that's a problem. Clearly, with Duke Riley running around. Now, Baker might play this week. His 21 week or his 21 day practice window open today. Um, he was. I don't know if he practiced. He did a walkthrough again or something. I don't know if he's – he might play. But it's all hands on deck. It's – I don't know. This the stuff that happened with Tyreek today. Uh, you know, thankfully, house nobody – House on fire. House on right, fire. I, you know, thank God everyone's safe. I, we were trying to burn the boats, not burn the damn houses. Like, I don't – I don't know. It's 
I can luckily, I mean, it was contained only to one room. Nobody was injured. Everything's fine. Obviously the house and everything. So, uh, it was probably started by a Bills fan. We should just tell the team that. <laughs> it could be a good rallying cry. I mean, if the Bills can rally around the fact that there was a hit piece put on their head coach for talking about the 9-11 terrorist attacks, <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, we can rally around somebody's house catching on fire. Or the fact that we lost our entire pass rush in garbage time. Just absolutely devastating. And Malcolm Ingram looks like a fucking sausage in a uniform. There, I, I don't know how he's in NFL shape, dude. He must be one of those guys. He's like, I just. He just needs a couple weeks to go and he'll be all right. Yeah, this would be like week four training camp for him. He should be good. And I'm going to talk. I look like a sausage, but still, I like you're an NFL. You make millions to fucking rush the passer. You... Dude. I, I, I don't know. The, the, okay. So we got the bills this weekend. Playoff scenarios. The playoff scenario is obviously you win, you're the two seed. And you have three different teams you're going to play. You're either going to play the Steelers, you're going to play the Jaguars, or you're going to face the Bills again. Which that's a weird case that I don't even know. You're, you'd be hosting the Bills at home again, which would be really weird. Um, the If you lose, you're going to KC. Those are the playoff scenarios. And I think that in a in a best case scenario, I think I'd want to play the Steelers at home. In a best case scenario, that feels like that's what I would want to see. Now the Steelers have to beat the Ravens, Jaguars have to beat the Titans, and if those two things happen, then the Bills have to win to get in, and they'll know by Sunday night at kickoff. If one, of I definitely teams, want to play the Steelers. I definitely would. Yeah, I think I would want to play the Steelers as well. Trot Mason Rudolph and his giant neck into that stadium, please. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that that's the more favorable matchup. There is, there is an outside weird thing where the Dolphins have an easy road, easy-ish road to the, um, the road for them to get in to the AFC championship game. If you kind of want that scenario, it would be some way, there's no way that they could play the, the Colts, but it would be the matchup where <laughs> it would be the matchup where, we would. <laughs> what is it, John? I need the easiest road known to man. The matchup would be where Buffalo has to play KC. Buffalo has to play has to go to KC to play. I don't know how, how that seating. That... I don't know how that seating works out, but there's a way where Buffalo can go to KC, and then if that happens, then they play KC. Then they would still be the lower seed, and then they would end up playing Baltimore in the second one, then we would play probably the Jags in the second round, too. Give me Steelers-Jags back-to-back. Give me the AC Championship. I don't know how that scenario works. We're talking about a Levitard. I don't even know if that's a real scenario. Maybe I just painted something that ain't real. Well, you at least brought me back. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it's Sunday Night Football. It's primetime. I hate it. I hate primetime games. I never wanted a single other primetime game. We but at least it's a primetime game sure at we, home. I'll tell you what we're missing. We haven't had Kevin Harlan since the Raiders game. Maybe we'll right. get Kevin. Har- maybe we'll get Kevin Harlan for the playoff game. I'm gonna beg. I'm gonna write a letter to Roger Goodell. <laughs> um, Here, Mister Goodell. So yeah. So basically, the Finns win. They're the two seed. They're going to play either the Steelers, the Jags, or the Bills. 
And if they lose, they're going to KC. Uh, have you looked at what the temperature at Arrowhead is going to be next weekend? It's going to be. John, it's going to be a blustery twenty-two degrees. It will change. <laughs> it's cold in Alabama. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think about the what? Bleh, what do you think about this Bills game? So here's my thing, man. If we don't shadow Stefan Diggs with Jalen Ramsey, then I am going to jump through my TV screen because we cannot afford to let Stefan Diggs beat us. Okay. We also need to figure out looking at Diggs' stat line, it's pedestrian the last six games. Until he plays the Dolphins and then he goes for two hunch. Dude, everyone from the Bills organization, including their janitor and their cooking staff, has the (laughs) best time of their life against during the Dolphins week. They're getting steak. They're getting corn on the cob. They're (laughs) cooking all kinds of – janitor's got a brand-new Swiffer. It doesn't matter. They always play the best against us. Dude, they will go out and lose to literally a high school football team, okay? And then the next week, score 40 on us. Yeah. I hate Josh Allen more than I've hated a lot of football players (laughs) my entire life. I, I think he's a good human being. Outside of football, I really like him. On the football field, I despise this man, partially because he's a large Ben Rosselberger type load with freaking all but Vic speed, impossible to tackle. And then his little fat, chubby baby face freaking taunting people is hilarious. Dude, you will get slapped up in any city you ever walk into. So just calm down. That's number three, four, five, and six. But if we cannot figure out a way to stop Stephon Diggs and James Cook running wheel routes, Beating us in the pass coverage, and Jerome Baker and his knee is not back. I, dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. It just makes me real nervous. We have no Howard. Although I haven't seen the injury news on Howard. What's going on with him? It's something with a foot, and it's week to week. And I don't know what the foot is. I don't know. Who said that, McDaniel? Because you can't trust him. He said fucking what's-his-face last week was ready to come back in week two, and then we, he's retired from football. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. That, but that is that's what that's what McDaniel said week to week. Rob Hunt looks like he's coming. Rob, Rob Hunt practiced today. That's good news. That's huge. We'll have Holland back for a second straight game. I don't know. He's I'm assuming they're what what needs what needs to happen is we need to shadow Diggs, and we need to not fucking run, man. Which obviously shadowing digs means man, but no, you can run half field stuff, right? So I so you feel could shadow. Like... You could honestly, what I would do is Ramsey man. I'm spying with Long David Long, okay. Or I'm bringing a safety down and spying with the safety, or because we're manning over here, that safety can be somewhere with the running back, or depending on their number two targets going to be. But if I'm if I'm playing against the Bills. I am Manning, Ramsey, and Diggs. That literally takes that out of the equation. I now have another 10 football players to figure out how to cover the rest of their offense. Okay? So that okay. that's what our mindset needs to be. Whether that means we bring a safety down and Holland or Elliott spying Josh Allen and leaving Baker with a back out of the backfield, or we bring that safety down to cover the back out of the backfield and allow Baker – to spy Josh Allen. I don't know what that looks like. Whoever's more comfortable tackling Josh Allen, but that's what it needs to look like. 
they've had success before with with spying with Holland. That's what they did in the second half of that game, that New Year's game last year, was they spied with Holland, and it really slowed the Bills down a lot. But I don't know if I feel comfortable with Baker out there, neck rolling with James Cook running around. I don't either. Without a pass rush, Josh Allen. I mean, that was the other thing, dude. Lamar had hours. Even Devin noticed it. Who who, who knows a, a little about football? But she even said he has a really long time to throw the ball. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I know. You want to watch a pass rush? Yeah, <laughs> he sure does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, she went to He's... the bathroom, came back, and he was still in the pocket standing. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. If, if, but that's if, my that's my game plan from a defensive side of the football. I'm spying digs. I'm rolling a safety down, whoever that is. I'm using that safety. I'm I'm basically taking our best coverage linebacker and whatever safety we want to use, and those two guys are responsible for Cook and Allen. Okay. Yeah. And then from that point on, you can run zone. You can run other man's. You can run Robert. You can do a bunch of shit with it. But I feel like Deshaun Elliott got- would be a better fit to come down to the run and let Holland run around. I would I like Deshaun Elliott's more downfield tackler. I would agree with that. I think that would be the avenue I would go as well. Um, but really, the answer is just, just, just tackle, man. Just tackle and don't. That's give what up they did. That's what they did not do last time. They fucking played the Bills. They tackled like ass. And if they don't, we tackle, need it. I mean, if they don't tackle, like, it will be forty-eight twenty, and we'll we'll be going to K. We'll be packing our our parkas to go to KC. Yeah, and like. I'm not one that wants to talk about like next week with players. Like I want them to focus on the week, but if I'm a Daniel, I'm saying, Hey guys, let's be honest. Here's how we play at home. Here's how we play on the road. We beat the bills or we're going to KC. We're probably getting fucking dog walked. Okay. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to knock you down a couple pedestals, but this game is probably more, this game weirdly might be more important than the playoff game in a weird way. This is the biggest dolphins game. That we've ever had in our lifetime. It's bigger than like I'm 31 years old and I can't think of a, a fucking bigger game that's ever been played in my lifetime. Maybe in, Dol- in, in Dolphins history, even like in a no Dolphin stadium. Yeah, I can't think of a bigger I can't think of a bigger game that has been played. Like there I, I literally can't. I don't remember much of the, the 90s, but like I literally can't. There has not been one in the 2000s that's been bigger. This is the biggest fucking game. And yeah, the only, the only one I can think of is that Jets game where we clinched the playoffs, or we yeah we won the division. But I mean, I mean, this is the biggest. This is by far the biggest Dolphins game in our lifetime. And, and naturally, we're gonna lay a fucking egg and lose by forty, dude. I, it's, I can't. It's prime time. All the lights are on. It's the last game of the season. It's the only game that is left, and we'll know by kick whether the Bills need to win to get in or they're in, win or lose. And apparently it's the hottest ticket in town, from what I'm reading. You can't get tickets anywhere. Can't get tickets anywhere. Second market skyrockets. Yeah. It's going to be packed. It's going to be loud. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's a home game. Like the, it, everything seems to run better at home. I'm just, I'm just worried, worried, man, worried. What was our last primetime home game? Steelers at Patriots was that Patriots game primetime at the beginning of the no, year? No, well, yeah, that was at, at New England, though. That was on Sunday night. So the Steelers one that we won was the last primetime yeah. game. Mm-hmm. 
don't know, man. I don't well, know. What no, the, well, I can't... well, no, that's a lie. That that Cowboys one was a kind of prime time. It wasn't at eight o'clock, but it was the game of the week. Yeah, I would argue. Yeah, that's fair. It played well there. I don't know. I, I'm oh. worried because there, there's the pass rush. I don't know. I'm all well, this. At the end year, of the day, dude, I'm I'm worried because we're one and eight against the Bills in the last fucking nine games. Yeah, they play. They always play like shit against the Bills, and Josh Allen always fucking lights them up. I can't think of a yep. game where he's ever laid an egg against the Finns. Like no man, and he'll go out and uh, he'll, he'll sling you know, he'll sling the tape, and they'll they'll probably it's 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 gonna be a boat race. I feel like it's gonna be like a 35-38 game or thirty five. It's gonna be thirty five something, thirty five thirty one, thirty five thirty. Three, like a 35 13 situation to me because our Four, offense is just 13. putrid. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I fucking have, dude. I'm just, I don't know. Well, all right. So, yes, the Dolphins game is Sunday night, got flexed into prime time on NBC. Kicks Woo! At eight, kicks at 820. We will definitely be back next week because we got the playoff game. Uh, we're either going to KC or we're going to be home against the Steelers, Bills again, or the Jags. So enjoy the game as much as you can. Enjoy. I tried the to take your fucking advice. You said just enjoy the time. Just and there was times I was enjoying. I was giving time. Then a cool flyover that was nice. Drink a couple of beers, chatting up with some guys. And then some fans started bitching about. Some Ravens fans started bitching because Braxton Berrios fair caught the ball and then, but like stepped out of bounds. And I, this clown doesn't understand the rules of football. You can fair catch it inside the 25 and it's a touchback. So mm-hmm. that was irritating. I'm like, dude, that's my problem with like NFL stadiums. The amount of people that don't truly understand the game of football and just go to say they were at the game. So irritating. That's why I don't like going to games, honestly. Cause I, I have very, I have a very, very, very short fuse for people who are so loud about things and are evidently wrong. It yeah. irritates the shit out of me. Yeah. And I'm not trying to go to jail or get punched in the mouth for a football team. But man, does <laughs> it rip me up. We just need we need to we need to sprinkle the juju. We gotta we gotta sprinkle the juju, burn the sage. We need to burn the boats, not the houses. I'm burning burn something. the, I'm burning burn something. the boats, sweep the leg. Burn whatever you got, like all hands on deck, biggest fins game of our lifetime, just to be the two seed. <laughs> and <laughs> fins up, fins up. Fins up. <laughs>